2021 is almost over. The year is almost done. And with that comes everyone's favorite time of year. Top albums of the year lists. But before we get into what's on my top 10, we got some other albums to discuss. Some albums that just didn't make the cut. They just weren't good enough, but they were still really solid albums. So, welcome to the Bar 4 Podcast, and this week we're talking about honorable mentions of 2021. So, uh, disclaimer before I get into this, these albums, I was going to say list, but it's not even a list, it's just albums that come into my head as I talk. Um, these are going to be albums that I enjoyed, but for one reason or another, didn't make my list. Generally, when I do album lists, the albums that are included are ones that I listen to often and enjoy and just kind of resonate with for like somehow. So if I mention your favorite album or one of your favorite albums on this list, don't be sad because it was still a good album. I'm not going to mention albums that weren't good. Who do you think I am? Um, But also, if I don't mention your favorite album or one of your favorite albums on this list, don't be sad because there's a chance that it'll be on my top 10. Or I just forgot about it. Or I didn't listen to it. So it's probably still good. Honestly, there was a lot of good music. It's just... Some things I enjoy more than others. All right. Um, And I'm going to try to keep it to albums that I have reviewed or started to review, but just didn't finish. Um, But if anything else comes into my head while I start talking, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. So to start things off, we have Rap Ferreira's Bob Son. This album came out literally the first day of this year, January 1st. And I think with this album, it's... Well, if you listen to Rap Ferreira or Milo in the past, you probably you probably know what to expect. This album is definitely not for everyone. The production on it is more... I guess lo-fi. I mean, I, I hate using lo-fi as just this overarching term, but... It's it's very minimal. Um I mean the I think I think the album was like listed or someone said this that it's like bedroom rap. And I think the reasoning for that is that it's pretty chill. You can just kinda have it on and playing in the background. Um it's not one of those albums that is super heavy and distracting. Uh, you can get really into the lyrics and get lost in it, but you can also just have it on in the background. Uh, it didn't make my list only because I didn't listen to it enough, um, and I didn't take the time to review it because it required a lot of research to really understand. And I still haven't gotten around to fully doing that. So, you know... Things will change, maybe. Maybe I'll get around to it, and it'll be one of my favorite albums of the year, eventually. <laughs> uh, moving on from that, we have Troy LLF's Free Play 4. This album 
is unique in the sense that the way that Troy released it was kind of, well, it was literally direct to consumer and then eventually on streaming, which is kind of some like it's, we've seen this before with artists like, um, like Makami or Rock Marciano. Uh, I think even to an extent we've seen um, like Nipsey Hussle do it where they'll put out the music, you buy it, and then eventually it'll be on streaming. And I think it's a good it's a good move. You can you can get, definitely get some buzz going with that sort of thing. Plus, I mean, all these streaming services are paying pennies. So, I mean, you can get a guaranteed what 10 to 20 dollars or what really whatever you charge for an album and then just, you know, have that guaranteed money versus uh maybe someone will stream my album um plus he's a san francisco native so gotta show him some love moving on from that we have 13 uh, which is pharaoh manch uh daru jones and marcus machado uh basically a rock rap group or rap rock however you want to say it uh 13 is a magnificent day for an exorcism it it's unique because I'm going to say unique a lot, and I'm going to try not to, but I know I'm going to. Uh, it's one of those albums that is a product of 2020, 100%. Because a lot of what is talked about is very political and very recent events sort of thing. Personally, I would have preferred for it to have released in 2020, where I feel it would have had more of an impact. Because this released, I think just after or just around uh the inauguration so i don't know it the timing felt weird uh but also the other thing with it i think that threw me off and why i didn't listen to it as much is because i was probably expecting something more along the lines of a concept album when you have the title a magnificent day for an exorcism and this gnarly album cover it's i feel like you're I mean, you can make it a concept, but you could also argue that everything that was talked about is very appropriate and fits that title very well, too. So, I don't know. Personally, I just didn't click with it. And it. I think um, the rock or rap rock part, even though I do enjoy it every so often, it's not something I listen to every day. Uh, beyond that, we have Slow Ties Tyron. This album... It was really good. I hadn't really listened to Slow Tie beyond his features prior to this album. And I was very pleased. This album has two sides to it. The banger side and the more introspective side. And as an introduction to Slow Tie, I'd say it's wonderful. Like, you get both sides of them. And it's still done very well. It transitions very well, too. From one side to the other. Like... I think I did have this on my mid-year uh, list, but honestly, I just didn't listen to it enough beyond, like, I mean, well, I was going to say beyond the uh, review window, which is usually like one to two weeks, but no, I, I did listen to it for a little while. I think I listened to it maybe until May, um, but beyond that, I just kind of fell off, honestly. Uh, beyond, I'm going to, I don't want to keep saying beyond, but there, you know when you start thinking about what you're saying? 
and you just notice that you say the same words all the time. Anyways, uh, later on in the year, we had Guapdad 4000 with 1176. Now, I like Guapdad. Um, I mean, I don't know what else I was going to say <laughs> about that. Um, Guapdad's one of those artists that I enjoy listening to um, just because he has the energy and he's also just kind of wild. Like the things they say is just absurd sometimes. Um, I really did enjoy this album as an actual, like a full album. Now, what I mean by that is there's fewer songs, like individual songs that I can pull out and just listen to on a regular basis. It's more like I just need to listen to the entire thing all the way through. This is basically the opposite of what happened with his previous project, with Dior Deposits, I think, um, where I didn't really care for the album itself. And it I don't think it was really meant to flow too well either. Um, but I have a lot of songs that I go back to regularly. And I can't really say that as much about 1176. Although Uncle Ricky is a great song. And I feel like I feel like hearing that from Guabdad can we can kind of see where he may go in the future. So Guabdad is uh, still one of them ones and Bay Area, you know the vibes. Um, the another one that I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of people mostly confused about, uh, Arm and Hammer and The Alchemist, Haram. I I enjoyed this album. I mean enough so that I went and bought the the tape. I turned it the wrong way. The tape, <laughs> like I just like collecting tapes, and I generally buy a tape for albums that I like. Now, this album. Well, Arm and Hammer in general, before I get into the album, I appreciate them. I like their rhymes. But there's always something about them that I don't really get into. I don't know why. It just doesn't click all the time. Now, when they teamed up with The Alchemist, that did change. And it was very enjoyable. And I really did like it for, I mean, well, the week or so that I listened to it. Um, but beyond that, I just kind of fell off. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I, cause like, I, I like Arm and Hammer. I like them individually. I like everyone involved. I just, I don't know. I do know that this album is going to be on a lot of my colleagues lists. So they'll probably be upset. <laughs> Um, moving on, uh, yeah, I guess we're, we're there, uh, D Bledsoe, Stargazer Gospel, so DB dropped this album in April, and it was enjoyable, and I did get, get an early listen to it, so I had a little bit longer than some others to listen and process it, and I don't know, I think... I don't know, like, I, I did enjoy it, and there's songs that I can remember, but I, it just wasn't as good as Project Enrichment for me, and Project Enrichment was so good, and I think I've said this before, if it hadn't come out so late in the year, it would have been on my top 10 last year, like, it, it was a very dope album, but 
uh, Stargate's Gospel. It's a good album. It. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, it was a good album, and I enjoyed um, like tracks like Green Molly and Full Moon or Broadway. Like those were dope out al- like songs, and they they're songs I can listen to really whenever. But I just didn't go back to it enough. Oh, another one that um is gonna get some looks um, is Crisis, The Hour of Crisis. Now, if you don't know who Crisis is, he is a producer first, primarily, and also a rapper. This album was very good. And what happens a lot of times when you have a producer is you get essentially what you can think of as compilation albums, where every track is produced by this producer, and he just brings in, or she, or they, bring in their friends, their colleagues, rappers that they feel would sound good on their beats, and put out that project. Uh, this one was more or less that, and I think my only gripe with it really is that when it first came out, or like the first singles came out, it sounded like Crisis was going to be rapping on it. Um, and he did rap on it. He rapped on the the single, which was do, 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 do. I'm blanking now, but um. Anyways, never change. There we go. Uh, but you know, like I thought that we we're gonna get an album where Crisis is just rapping all the way through it, and he was just rapping on his own beats. Uh, but that's not what we got. Which it's not a bad thing. Because the songs that we got were really good. Like, I think, like I just saw, um, but on, in my review, I straight up said, like, the run from Devil Wears Designer to Be Alright, which is basically half of the album, was like, I, I could not narrow down my top five. Like, they're all good songs on that. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think it just, because it was kind of like a compilation, I treated all the songs as individual songs. And by doing so, I thought of them as just singles and paid no mind beyond that. (laughs) Uh, Sure, let's say that one because that's not on my list, but it's worth talking about. Zarface and MF Doom, Super What? Why'd I say it like that? Um, this album, I think, I think with this album, I just didn't listen to it enough. It was very enjoyable and better than the previous collab in my mind. Um, what was it? Zarface meets Melface. But I just didn't go back to it as much. It was a fun album for sure because there was so many like, just more like cartoon and comic references like doom was really in his supervillain bag there but just didn't listen to it enough you know it just be like that uh da, 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 da. those are gonna be on there but uh this one here the course of the Wolf by lloyd banks it was a good album i can't even lie like it was a really good album but it just wasn't for me like, I it just didn't click. Well, 
it clicked in the sense that I understood most of what he was trying to get across, but it just didn't stick with me, I guess. Um, yeah, it was it was good, but again, not good enough. The next one that I'm going to bring up is Ransom 7. And while I'm here, we can also talk about Ransom's um, project with Big Ghost titled Heavy as the Head. So beginning with 7, 7 was a concept EP, you could say. 7 tracks, all tackling the 7 deadly sins, and all of them full of bars. And Ransom is just one of those guys, like, he just wraps his ass off. And you can always pick something new from, like, when you listen to it again. Like, Ransom is one of those guys that he'd just be dropping gems. He'd just be telling you about life. It's it's dope. But, again, I didn't listen to it as much. And I think now, now that I'm really getting into it, like, I think it really comes down to just how I listen to music. Since I listen to music in the car a lot, like, albums don't, or some albums that are just, like, super rap rap, just don't stick with me. Um, like, they're good albums, I can't argue that, but I just, you can't really ride around to rapidly rap all the time. But, I mean, production on this was really good, too. Uh, but speaking of Ransom, we got Heavy as the Head with Big Ghost. And I really like this one too because it was unique. <laughs> I was trying not to say unique. But it was unique in the sense that it had this whole like King vibe and the first track was Lord Stark. Like it it was just fun. Like he took this idea of being a lord or a king and just ran with it for the entire project. It was it was dope. Uh now that I, not one that I started reviewing, but I saw something that reminded me of it, Backwash. Like, that album, I lie here with my rings and dresses, I believe. Let me, I want to make sure I get it right, because Backwash is, did I it right? Yeah, Backwash dropped yeah i lie here buried with my rings and okay well it didn't it cut off anyways i lie here with my rings and my dresses i believe is what it's called it's a it's very different and it's 100 percent not for everybody like i think the one person that i thought would enjoy it hasn't listened to it yet so i have no idea like <laughs> what other people think i really liked it but again not for everyone and it, it's also not something that i can listen to all the time uh, backwash is an artist that kind of delves more into an industrial sort of sound and at points screamo uh so most rap fans are not into that but it's a very good listen just go in with an open mind and maybe you'll enjoy it uh Another album. Oh, I did. I did write Backwash. That's why I saw it. Ha. Yeah. Um, I started the review, but I felt like it was too late to review it at that point. It had come out like a month prior and I just found out about it. Um, anyways, 
I th I'm not going to mention this one because I think it might be on my list. But if it's not, stay tuned for the the top 10 um, episode because I'll also mention some other honorable mentions there, I'm sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Nas, King's Disease 2. Isn't that funny? Um, so King's Disease 2 was good. Again, just like every other album that I've mentioned so far. But I just didn't listen to it as much. I, th If I remember correctly, I think I like the production on King's Disease 1 and the rapping on King's Disease 2. I may have those backwards, but I, I'm pretty sure that's where I sit with it. I'm very happy that Nas is still putting out quality music and that he's decided to continue to work with Hit Boy because I've said it before, but whenever a rapper and producer like really sit down and work on an entire project together, you're going to get some dope music, like without a doubt. Like, it's going to be some dope music, and yeah, it's, that's what we got. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you know, he's holding his own, not really trying to, I guess, go too into the new sound, but also kind of playing around with it. But And Nas has always worked with newer artists, so that's not new to see. So, very solid album, for sure. And I'm sure it's... I don't remember what else is up for Grammy Nom for album of the, or hip-hop album of the year, rap album of the year. Um, but it, it's probably going to get that, honestly. Ooh, boy. Isn't this going to be interesting? Ha-ha-ha. Ha-ha. Wasa Gun. Hitler Wears Hermes. Eight. Side A and B. Now... I know everyone thinks I'm a Griselda stan, and I am to an extent, but I didn't enjoy this album that much. It was very good for what it was and what he was trying to do, but it just didn't stick with me. Um, yeah, something about it just, it wasn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> like, I didn't like enough songs on it to be like yeah let me listen to side a or side b like nah like i'm gonna just go in and listen to a couple songs like so if you aren't aware of how west side gun did this and why there's a side a and side b at least my theory is that with side a he was trying to you know kind of promote his artist and the new signees to griselda and that was the whole idea behind it uh, which everyone was kind of upset about. And they're like, he's barely on this. Like, this isn't what we wanted. And then side B, he goes in and just kind of does his thing. Like, the normal Hitler wears Hermes style. Like, the, the normal West Side Gun style. Um, where it's primarily him and some friends. Um, Yeah, I mean, going back now, like, there's a few songs on it, but... Yeah, as an entire project, I don't think it was that. Like, I, I, I didn't like it as much. Um, now, another one that might be a, a shock 
<laughs> I don't know to who, but uh, Kanye West, Donda. Donda was good. I enjoyed it, just like everything else that I've been saying. Uh, but it, I don't know, same thing, just like with um, Hitler Wears Hermes. Like, it was kind of long. Like, there was a lot of music there. And the, I guess, the ratio or percentage of songs I really liked to songs I didn't really care about wasn't right. Um, yeah, it, it just felt long because with, with Donda especially, like it kind of felt like there was um, peaks and valleys. Like I really liked at the beginning, then it kind of fell off and then came back up and then just fell. Like it just wasn't... I didn't I didn't like it as much. It was good. It was very solid for sure. And it's one of the better Kanye albums we've gotten recently. But you know, not the best. Like not not one of my favorite albums like of the year. Uh Drake is not on my list. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> um on any list. I'm just, I did not enjoy Certified Lover Boy. But I don't like Drake that much, so is that a surprise to anyone? Um, moving to because like there's a bunch of albums that I haven't reviewed or even started to review that came out recently that I could probably argue would be on some sort of list. Uh, Rick Ross's album I forgot what it's called now, but it's pretty solid. It was enjoyable. <laughs> God, I gotta, I gotta find some other words, but it was a, it was a good album. Um. I oh yeah, a room full of mirrors. I just reviewed that, but you know, it just wasn't. I think it came out too late. Like it, it's too soon to say that I that it's on my list. Um, where is Rick Ross's album? Richer than I ever been. Yeah, it was it was solid. Uh, but again, kind of close. So I I don't know where it would be. Causes fortunate EP was really good as well. Um, but again. Too close to really count it in. Same thing with Boldy James and the Alchemist with uh, Super Tecmo Bow. Uh, it was good, but again, I just listened to it this weekend. At the ball, that's when it came out. But um, one thing that surprised me was Russ's album, Chomp Two. I just listened to it yesterday, and I enjoyed it because it was a rap rap album from Russ. Um, but you know. Still, again, too close to the end of the year to say if it was good or not. <sighs> One other album that I just remembered that, you know, it was a good album and I really did enjoy it and the review was good is uh, IDK's You See For Yourself. Now, I don't know what exactly about it I didn't enjoy, but maybe... Maybe it just didn't live up to expectations. Because IDK is one of those artists that really promotes themselves well. And says a lot of big things about themselves. So, and, and they do it in a way that doesn't really get you like, oh no, they just talking shit. Like, you kind of, you believe them. Um, especially if you really like him and if you're a fan like I am. Uh, but, I don't know, I, I guess it just didn't live up to the hype for me. Um, overall it was enjoyable um, but yeah I don't go back to it very often one thing I will say though about that album because I listened to it again recently um, it's mixed very well 
it's mixed very well and the the drums is heavy <laughs> um but i think that's all i got um for this list like i mentioned if your favorite albums were on this list or were not on this list don't be sad they're still good albums you get to like what you like uh but if you have any comments regarding what i have mentioned uh let me know let me know what your thoughts are let me know what other albums you enjoyed and i mean it's still close enough for me to change my mind and think of other albums that might be on my top 10 so mention them in the comments below what's your on what's on your top 10 uh also like and subscribe while you're there if you want to see more content and ramblings like this um yeah please stay safe out there